you are listening to LeBron James and the Strength and Conditioning Myth, Talent Development Reports, teaching high-level player development in an easy-to-understand way. Talent Development Mission Brief. There is a common myth in high-level sports that every mistake that happens in a game is caused by physical weakness. That athlete isn't strong enough, or that athlete isn't fast enough. The goal of this TDR is to teach us that the physical factor in sports plays a small role, about 25%, 25% relative to the big picture of high-level sports performance. We hear this all the time. We need to spend our time getting stronger. We need to spend our time getting faster. We need to spend our time getting more powerful. If we do these things, then we will be able to compete in our sport at a much higher level. This is a myth. The mistakes we make when it's game time or fight night or some other form of competition performance are just as likely to be technical, tactical, or psychological. These are sports-specific skills that have little to do with our strength and speed. The physical factor matters. It's kind of like the price of admission into the game. You paid the price to enter into the game, now the technical, tactical, and psychological factors determine how well you play. Does that make sense? Once the physical requirements are met, then we want to make sure that training and preparation are scheduled in a way that create the biggest transfer to game day improvement. We must recognize that the technical, tactical, and psychological are all factors that play a major impact on our performance. Then create a training plan based on how we can systematically improve all of the sports performance factors. And side note real quick, so Premier League Soccer, you know, I'm in, I'm in California here, so this is NFL and NBA country and MLB, but Premier League is probably the biggest sports league in the world, right? That and maybe Formula One. And this idea of tactical training and letting that dictate everything else in terms of practice and training and preparation for game day has become really number one for most of the very successful teams out there. So something we can learn. In sports, does speed really kill? A great example of the strength and conditioning myth is the idea of speed in sports. We hear this all the time. Our entire performance will get 100x better if we just get faster. Hashtag speed kills is one of the most popular tags on Instagram. Usually, this hashtag is associated with an athlete doing something super impressive during a speed training session. Side note, my last Instagram page was focused on athlete speed development, so I was most def a guilty player in the hashtag speed kills party as well. The question is, how much of an impact does speed play in sports? And we have room to answer that in the PDF. I guess the better question is, how much of an impact does speed play in your specific sport? We can then dial this question even further and say, what type of speed do you need to help you improve in your specific sport? Is it sprinting speed, acceleration speed, lateral speed, backpedaling speed, quickness? It's a great question because every sport is different. And we want to know how much of a factor speed plays so we can understand how much of an emphasis to put on it. The more effectively we can match our training to the demands of our sport, the more effective our practice will be.
I think the sport of basketball is a great example. The NBA has some of the fastest humans on the planet, but there is a difference between track speed and basketball speed. Basketball is about quickness, which is used in small, tight spaces. To be a great basketball player, you have to have burst, and that must be deployed at the exact right time to be effective. If you watch great players, they take it slow, and then whoosh, they're by you. Like the Navy SEALs say when they're in close quarters combat, slow is smooth, and smooth is fast. Another question when it comes to off-season training and athlete preparation. Do we put too much emphasis on speed? Maybe. Just like with everything, it all depends. This is all about self-awareness. We need to be able to rate ourselves unbiasedly in the four sport performance factors. The technical, the tactical, the physical, and the psychological. Then, we need to intelligently decide where we need to improve the most. And, then, we need to figure out the right type of training that will most effectively help us grow in those areas. Does that make sense? So, real quick, a few questions for you. You've got room to answer them in the PDF. On a scale of 1 to 5, rate yourself in the physical factor. Why do you give yourself this number? On a scale of 1 to 5, rate yourself in the technical factor. Why do you give yourself this number? Technical factor is the skill components that make up your sport, and maybe specifically your position. On a scale of 1 to 5, rate yourself in the tactical factor. Decision making, right? The best athletes is not just about what they do, it's when they do it. Why do you give yourself this number? On a scale of 1 to 5, rate yourself in the psychological factor. Why do you give yourself this number? A great example of where speed potentially might be overemphasized is in football, where a fast 40 has become almost an obsession for players and fans alike. In 2015, Adidas paid Trey Waynes, Philip Dorsett, and Kevin White 100K each for being the fastest player signed to the company at the NFL Combine. Side note, as I write this in 2019, all three of the above players are still balling in the NFL. So maybe speed is numero uno. Just like the answer to pretty much everything in life, right? It all depends. Sometimes speed in sports is number one. Top end speed is measured not just during player evaluations for NFL players, but also during the games themselves. Former Pittsburgh Steelers player Darius Hayward Bay trains at my friend Chris's gym in the offseason. Hayward Bay played over 10 seasons in the NFL, specializing as a special teams gunner. The gunner is the player lined up closest to the sideline during punts. Hayward Bay was the best in the business in sprinting past the guy across from him and tackling the punt returner. Darius told me that one of the most prominent metrics that the Steelers used to measure his effectiveness was top-end speed. Darius said that as long as he was able to stay consistently over 21 miles per hour, then he probably had a spot on the team. So for his specific position, in his particular sport, speed was a huge deal. So the answer to how much of a factor does speed play in sports is really, it all depends. It's all about self-awareness. Figuring out how much speed plays a factor in your particular sport, your specific position, your specific body type, etc. It certainly does not hurt to have rocket boosters like Darius, 
but most sports are not a 100-meter race or 40-yard straight-line dash. Most sports, especially team sports and fighting, are contests of applying speed while avoiding obstacles, often obstacles moving toward each other at a high rate. Again, let's ask the question of how much of a factor does speed really play in your specific sport? I love sprinting. And most of the physical training programs inside the Talent Spikes membership have a focus on speed development. Not the entire training programs, the programs focused on the physical factor. It's something I have expertise in, and I believe that sprint training in partnership with slow tempo weight training has huge benefits to athletic performance. But it's important to make sure that we are not spending too much time developing our speed to the detriment to the other aspects of sports performance. Fans in the media love demonstrations of speed and strength while ignoring the technical, tactical, and psychological factors of athletic performance. We don't want to fall into that same trap. LeBron James's greatest skill. NBA superstar and future Hall of Famer LeBron James, since coming to the league, has been revered for his unusual combination of power, size, and speed. James's physical prowess is genuinely unique, but I think that his technical, tactical, and psychological skills have been undervalued because of his physical abilities. What do you think? Room to answer that in the PDF. There have been a ton of freak specimens in sports who did not climb to the pantheon of being among the best ever. ESPN NBA writer Brian Windhorse has been writing about LeBron since he was 14. He has written multiple books about James. They are all outstanding, and I highly recommend that you check them out. In his latest book about James, LeBron Inc., The Making of a Billion Dollar Athlete, Windhorse talks about what he thinks is LeBron's most exceptional skill. Windhorse has followed James closer than anybody throughout his basketball career. Windhorse writes that LeBron's frame, his memory, his feel for the game, work ethic, speed, and durability are all world class. But Windhorse says that LeBron's number one skill is awareness. And here's a quote from the book, quote, I have never met anyone who has the awareness of LeBron Ramon James. His awareness of what is happening in the game around him, the way he can see something two or three steps ahead, how he will know just where a teammate will be so he can put the ball there, and then whether those guys like the seams on the ball vertical or horizontal when it arrives. He can anticipate where an opponent might go and what side of the basket he might go to. On perhaps the most important play of his career, when he blocked Andre Iguodala in the final minutes of Game 7 in the 2016 Finals, James went up with hands on either side of the basket. That's because he knew that Iguodala liked to attempt reverse layups, and he was defending them going either direction. That's awareness. But that's not the point. LeBron's awareness of who's in the room, what time and place he is in, and his sense of history are overwhelming. He will sit in a locker room, watching a game on television, and predict what play will happen next. Answer a question from a reporter he knows, who has flown in to try and trap him into a particular answer, while monitoring what two, two, two teammates are talking about in a huddle a few lockers away. So yes, LeBron has a, excuse me, end quote. So yes, LeBron has a fantastic frame and it has genuinely unique physical gifts. And shout out to him. I don't know what year he's going into the NBA now, but to be able to stay healthy has been absolutely inspiring. But what is his number one skill? According to a gentleman who knows LeBron, you know, who's in close to being in LeBron's inner circle, he's probably seen more LeBron games than anyone, is his awareness. And this skill of awareness 
could fall into both the technical and tactical factors of sports performance. Real quick, question for you. How would you rate your awareness in your sport and in your life on a scale of 1 to 10? What is one small thing you can do today to improve your awareness? What is one small thing you can stop doing today to improve your awareness? Maybe let's spend a little bit more time on that today and a bit less time on the physical training. Let's do this. If you like this TDR, then you will love these books and resources. Return of the King by Brian Windhorst, The Making of a Billion Dollar Athlete by Brian Windhorst, and Game Changer by Fergus Connolly. A couple quotes for you here, and then we will get you rolling, my good friend. Here's another quote from Brian Windhorst. I've never met anyone who has the awareness of LeBron Ramon James, his awareness of what is happening in the game around him, the way he can see something two or three steps ahead, how he will know just where a teammate will be so he can put the ball there, and whether those guys like the seams on the ball vertical or horizontal when it arrives. End quote. And one more quote for you by yours truly. Quote, the more effectively we can match our training to the demands of our sport, the more effective our training will be. That's a quote by me, and after looking at that now, that's a really original one. I think I'm the first one to ever say that. Just kidding. Thanks for listening. Talk to you soon. You just listened to the Talent Development Report, LeBron James and the Strength and Conditioning Myth. If you enjoyed this Talent Development Report, then you can download more at talentspikes.com.